told us that it, it, it's a fake like like there's one tiny little spot in mexico that celebrates yeah it's uh, not independence day it's it's yeah. not anything remotely important it's just a united states holiday and i'll just say this now i'm not going to re-record but i totally was talking to no microphone right there but i saw sound was registering so we're just going to roll with this and um, and very professionally <laughs> i had my window ajar so you could hear the traffic zoom by this is a real show. This is a real, yeah. real yeah, I was, podcast. I was excited. Uh, you know, your birthday's today. Um, we're gonna we're gonna run through backlash because you know uh, what you know what man. A lot of shows, I think, try to have a little professionalism, but not us. We're yeah. here to shock the system, so you can hear cars go, <laughs> and Matt doesn't need a goddamn microphone. Happy yeah, birthday. Yeah. Yep, just for me, while the cars are going by, it's just... <laughs> um, so yeah, we got, uh, I don't know if I'd call it a, a huge week, but this is back, not backslash, delete, delete, HTTP, this is backlash, the well, follow-up to Wrestle Because Mate. Lash Lee is back. Backlash Lee. Yeah. They gotta pick somebody to be on the title card when you open up the WWE Network. I'm going with yep. Bobby Back Lashley. That's who I'm Woo! picking. <laughs> Hot tag. <laughs> who you got as the uh, poster boy for this pay-per-view on the WWE Network? Matt. Um, Hot tag. Uh, uh, I'm going with uh, uh, Back. Uh, uh, <laughs> Oh man, there's not another phonetic connection in the rest of the card. How about uh, Big Bass? Oh, Bliss, yeah. Backlash. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Um, Bliss. Never mind. All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, we got uh, <laughs> probably a couple things you want to go over. Because um, I know we want to talk about that Backlash card. But before we do, Matt, I want to drop all the deets about the wonderful 
professional brothers of discussion podcast where you can find uh our wonderful blog you can find our facebook and twitter it's at uh bod podcast for twitter and facebook that is how you can find it searching at bod podcast uh but for the, the hub for everything as mike mentioned is bodpodcast.com i really need to write out like a script or something because this this is all over the place but go to bodpodcast.com to find all of the podcast episodes uh find the blog find everything that you need to keep up with the brothers of discussion uh mike we have according to squarespace uh, a good 70 people who check in every now and then uh they're not officially subscribers uh but they are people that come to the website every now and then uh but it was this past week we saw a huge jump uh up uh upwards of a thousand people made their way to the website uh fantastic news uh we're we're happy to have you all um and and of course we have we have new members of the faction to welcome uh we are glad to have you uh to become a member of the faction please follow us or like us on twitter or facebook and again that is at bod podcast uh we are happy to have everybody here today and uh i I think i'll I'll go over those names by the end of the episode once i uh now that i remember that we like to welcome new members to the faction i will look up that facebook page as i'm talking yes we are (laughs) happy to have you even if you are the roderick strong of the group that's okay um before we before we get and, into and, the backlash card, I, I think we want to just we want to talk about NXT for a little bit because this undisputed era, um, you can say that they're you know this look they're the new NWO, but it's not that far fetched because you know this week they got to bookend the show. Um, it wasn't a live promo in the ring, but they still got mic time, which on NXT not a ton of people get that. It's a short show. There's usually, you know, three or four ten-minute matches and maybe, a, you know, a promo and then commercials. Um, all of Undisputed Era got to have some mic time. Um, and I think the only person it, you know, made us laugh because, you know, we, we love Roderick, but he... I, being on the mic is not his, his forte. Um, yeah. Because everybody took a turn, you know, definitely going down the pecking order. You know, Adam Cole, then Kyle, then Bobby. Um, Bobby's on the DL, and he made some, you know, some joke about putting, um, you know, other people on the roster on the injured list. <laughs> and then my favorite part was Roderick at the end, because what you're supposed to say is, last and certainly not least, uh, wait, wait, no, I, I did it wrong like you did. Last, but but certainly not least. And <laughs> Roderick uh-huh. accidentally yeah. said no, last. No, I remember and, that. And yeah. definitely least. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't help himself. Uh, that was my favorite well, moment. Oh, I, go ahead. I just, I just want to let everybody know that, because uh, I, I finally got this page up. But when you do become a member of the faction, you are officially feuding with Roderick Strong. <laughs> so, welcome, uh... And excuse me, uh, you know, pronouncing the name here. I do apologize. Welcome, Joshamel B and Dennis V. You are officially members of the faction, and you hate Roderick Strong. <laughs> All in one fail swoop, you are on board. Uh, I'm gl- we're glad to have you. Um, thanks for coming. But goddamn you, Roderick Strong. If you ruin the one good like that, I, I told you. I texted you at- at- as 8 o'clock rolled around on Wednesday. I was like... I have to watch this. 
And it's all because of... I, I want to see how the system's going to get shocked. Yeah. Um, and damn it all, if Roderick Strong isn't doing his darndest to ruin it. Because I'm trying to give him a free pass. <laughs> and he comes in with that weak-ass shit. If he does that one more time... Last and I, I'm going to go least. down... I'm going down to where... <laughs> I can't get over that. I keep... I keep thinking of that every time I do something like a trip, you know, last and certainly least. Oh, just <laughs> um, but the guy—he's incapable of having a bad match. Um, he's—he definitely left his mark on Daniel Bryan um, at the Greatest Royal Rumble, and he—he—he yep. he, uh, he left a real stain on that microphone on Wednesday. Um, <laughs> but um. Of, of course, you know, he and Pete Dunne, you know, smacked the crap out of each other for the main event match. Um, you know, no surprise there. They're, you know, two of the best. They like working strong. Um, you know, it wasn't like that awkward week of NXT right before TakeOver and where everybody was easy, easy, you know. This was <laughs> this was two men who, you know, my job is to wrestle, so you can hit me and I'm going to hit you back really hard, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm pumped, you know, when uh, Undisputed Era came out, you know, to interfere and play the numbers game, and uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch came out. That's yeah. going to be a money match, uh, you know, three on three. And and uh, and Oni, he's he's famous now because he got destroyed by Adam Cole. I mean, what could be better <laughs> to start your career? <laughs> you get to tag with Pete. Uh, that'll probably happen next week, right? Uh, but. Uh, yeah, as Adam Cole let us know, he was happy. Happy to start Oni's, uh, uh, you know, NXT... Yeah, kind of initiate singles. him under the yeah. roster with the... Exactly! A, yeah. He got to what rub elbows guy. with the first North American champion. Uh, wow! Man. Could you imagine? I mean, he had no shot, you know, but... Right. No no shot at all. He gets and, to tell his kids. Anything, yeah. Adam Cole was, was generous enough to make that, you know, go on as long as it did. Uh, it was good to see that he wanted to give more camera time to Oni. I, I loved it. Uh, everything that Adam Cole does, he's he's our hero. Um, yes. Man. He's going to take wrestling pollution down to zero. Big fan. <laughs> um, and, I, you know, we give Roderick crap, but uh, this is going to be maybe the, the greatest modern assembly of knife-edge choppers that you've ever seen. Because um, Adam Cole's is, is pretty good, but um, Roderick, Pete Dunne, Oni, and Danny will slap the shit out of you. There's going to be some, some bleeding pectorals when this three-on-three <laughs> match finally culminates. Um, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure the WWE uh, universe is excited for them to all enter in the Royal Rumble eventually. And the only... I'll, I'll, I'll leave with purple chests. <laughs> like... This is going to be, you know why it's going to be a bad match? The way WWE is always trying to hide blood. So I don't know what camera angle they're going to have to take to hide all these uh, Birch and Lorcan um, chest chops. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, uh, you know, uh, digital wizardry. I don't know how, you know, it's a recorded show. It's not live, but it's it might be an overhead shot like a helicopter so you can't see all the blood. <laughs> Did you hear Daniel Bryan describe those wounds man he, he sounded like he had he, he found like nirvana like he had the best moment of his life but this, they're not the they're not bruises what is it they're they're blisters oh yeah oh that's a skin blowing up oh no <laughs> he's 
that's what when he got interviewed for it he oh my god yeah like the uh the joy of a thousand smiling children uh had found its way onto daniel bryan's face that sounds gross um but <laughs> let's just say he looked like us he, when daniel bryan came back yeah it, it was just he was so happy that Roderick strong was there his old enemy from ring of honor uh to slap the shit out of him and i and then he described it uh to you know y2j would call him matt or mike i can't <laughs> i don't know what the hell's name is um but he said they're blisters his skin wow. is blowing up on his chest for just constant yeah. slaps from your chops from Roddy Strong. And honestly, uh, I would check in. I would make sure that Roderick Strong knows what he's doing. Because, damn it all, it, uh, nobody else walks away like that. I, I think Roderick Strong might be doing it wrong. Um, I don't <laughs> trust that. him. You get Roderick Strong hater? No. <laughs> he's so happy he made Daniel Bryan. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, like a lot of people welcomed Dan- Daniel Bryan back into the ring. Roderick Strong really welcomed him back into the ring. Um, you know, just honestly, pure jealousy from Roddy. I, I don't get it. Comes in, he knows we all are happy to see Daniel Bryan. Nobody wants to see stupid old Roderick Strong. Barely a surprise when he shows up. Uh, and he yeah. just. <laughs> it, it was a surprise for a lot of people, but for Matt, it was an <laughs> unwelcome surprise. <laughs> oh, come on! Ah! I can't get away from this guy. (laughs) I was just sitting there going, you know what? I like this Greatest Royal Rumble, but only for one reason. I know that Roderick Strong isn't going to wiggle his way into this match because he has to make it all the way to Saudi Arabia. And damn it all the hell the second I finish that sentence. I hope, you know what I hope (laughs) is that somehow he worms his way into the women's division. Like, you know, like, remember remember in South Park, Butters was then Margarine? Like, yeah. I want to see, like, Rogerino Strong or something. <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't that, isn't that Roderick Strong? Yeah. <laughs> he, like, changes it to, like, Tough or something instead of Strong. Yeah. <laughs> Rogerino Tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, he's... He... <sighs> That's just, he's, he's just, he's just that, uh... He's just that face for you. He's like Step Brothers. Um, I can't remember the character's name. Didn't like Will Ferrell's face. Like you just, you just don't. You're not gonna ever like Roderick. Is there anything he could do? Is there any other I, stable he could join and sabotage? <laughs> um, honestly, when he when he came out and his his theme song changed, uh, and he you know the shock. The oh, the coronation. Started. Yeah, the coronation. Yeah. Yeah, that I, I'll say that I I got a fuzzy feeling at that point. But, uh, yeah, I, I, this feud is not over. Uh, it, Roderick, you can keep trying to win me over, but damn it all, if I have to WWE see that... WWE is committed to making you love Roderick Strong. <laughs> he's Roman, Rain, I, he's Roman trying... Reigns in that he's just everywhere. Everywhere. Like, Roman's about... He's, he's going to be about to beat Brock Lesnar and finally win the title, and Roderick Strong's going to run out and interfere. Like, with a full storyline going in NXT, he's still going to run out, interfere in that match, and everybody was, what? What happened? And Brock's going to hold on to the title. He's going to look at the camera and go, that was for you, Matt, and just <laughs> run backstage. <laughs> I'm still going to be like... Can you believe how hard this guy's trying well, you know, to win me over? Unbelievable. You, we know it's going to happen, too. Pathetic. Um, he's going to look at the camera, and you know how Adam Cole always goes, boom, for the music? Mm-hmm. Roderick Strong's going to go, blam. Damn it. 
You know what? If he screws up again, I think that would be a funny gimmick that they kind of keep him in the group. You know, like he's kind of the the knucklehead, you know? Like he gets the idea of being in the Undisputed Era, but he keeps going, blam, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, we already got Kyle doing air guitar on the tag team gold. Why not have, you know, Roderick Butcher every promo on purpose? I think that'd be pretty funny. (laughs) Because he's one of the best wrestlers, you know, that they have. So he's really good at that. It'd be hilarious if he... Because it's, it's uh, you know, if we pretended it was on purpose, then he kept screwing up every promo. <laughs> uh, but uh, NXT, um, there's a couple other fun little nuggets. Um, did you get time to watch Candice LeRae versus uh, Bianca Belair? Oh, man, <clears throat> I could not have been happier with the way that turned out. I I I was I was pretty stoked. Cause, you know, I, um, I was leery because that same night, um, the Street Profits, you know, the I think the only black team on the NXT roster, um, took another loss, this time to TM61, who I guess is, is yeah. going heel. I, okay, that's... that's <laughs> This one match, now they're heel. I don't know why. why. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, I don't know if they're just trying to give Street Profits somebody to feud with for a while, but... More ineptitude. Um... You know, we've seen them do that um, a couple weeks in a row where it's like they either get distracted, one of the Prophets is out of the ring, or they forget how to wrestle. This week they, they lose on a pinfall and they don't realize how tag teams work. It... Yeah, it's like uh, it's like we're watching like Bulk and Skull from the Power Rangers out there now. Like, Yeah, they're, they're uh, definitely a couple the, of ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. I mean... Just... It's, 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 the crowd seems to love them. Um, you know, they have a lot of enthusiasm. They, they come out with nothing. You know, they don't really get promo time, you know, like we talked about. So it's literally an entrance that gets them over. Yeah. And then, you know, D'Angelo is, you know, kind of the, kind of puts the beef down, um, with some pretty good shoulder blocks. Um, you know, like Cena's are terrible. I, th- I think D'Angelo's are pretty good. Um, yeah. so to see them eat another pinfall, and then I see Candice making her, debut essentially um against bianca i was kind of like oh geez you know belair was kind of on her way up i could kind of see her making uh, making a splash you know against Shayna baszler because she's a legitimately big scary woman uh bianca yeah i don't even want to fight her hair like that hair looks vi- you know it, it looks violent it looks like i'm gonna get whipped i will um, say it is quite a problem for her and for whoever she's wrestling um, I get it. It does make her stand out. But there were too many times where, I, like, it would be one thing if, like, Lorraine was doing it, uh, and you're just like, all right, well, this is Candace. You know, Candace is still getting comfortable with the ring. She's got to she's gotta learn her opponents, you know. And yeah. Probably not, you know, not the hundredth time she's, you know, not the first time, but not definitely not the hundredth time that she's been in the ring with her, you know, whatever. But then when you see... Belair's stepping on her own hair. It's just kind of like, ah, is, is yeah. this the best idea? <laughs> is there a I better mean, way we can do this? It just, it takes me back to, like, um, you know, Bailey telling those stories about, um, you know, she had that side ponytail, and then there was, like, one night where she didn't do it, and Dusty Rhodes, like, came up and yelled at her, and he's like, no, that's that's your look. Nobody else looks like that. 
So I get Bianca, you know, you don't want her to put a pin in it because it's such a, you know, one-of-a-kind look. Nobody else has a huge, you know, almost like a um, Hulk Hogan weightlifting belt wrapped around her head that she can use as a weapon whenever a ref is distracted. Nobody else has that. That's a cool look. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're, you're right on the money that, geez, I hope she's, you know, not freaking tripping over her own hair and breaking her neck or something like that, but... Yeah, that, that could also be a problem, like... But, uh, yeah, um, that, that's my thing. I, it doesn't seem like the safest uh, choice in regards to... No, uh, it looks damn cool, though, when she's not tripping over it. So you got to kind of weigh the good with the bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but if she does have to lose that hair, <clears throat> um, I mean, at least she can definitely lean on her power game. Because that deadlift she did of Candice from the mat up over her head... That oh was incredible, God. man. Yeah, that was great. Can she please and, and teach I love, Bobby I love Lashley that, how to do that? <laughs> I love the way that she picked up Cand- like the way Candice just turned into exercise equipment. I uh, it was something yeah. like we've only seen in Transformers movies uh, when a giant <laughs> robot turns boom, into boom, a car. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and now we know how you know uh, <laughs> Johnny Gargano has those amazing abs. Is Candice LeRae just turns into exercise equipment whenever he needs it. Um, and he, he just, yeah, he, he takes advantage of that, 100%. And uh, Bianca definitely, holy crap, was that beautiful. Just, I mean, deadlift. And then, um, you know, I'll, I'll give Candice some props um, with the torture rack. That that looked that looked pretty you know painful. Yep. And, they, and they didn't overdo it either. Like, they made it look like this is a legitimate, like, she's actually getting hurt. It's not like Lex Luger doing it. And he goes into convulsions, and he's just, ah, you know, like, just jumping up and down. Yeah. And it just kind of looks like, okay, yeah, they're on your back, and you're just jumping. That's great. I think, but yeah, I the think way Bianca does that's it, a really good point. Yeah. She sells, like, the drama of the of the move, and Candace is already being hurt. And every time that Bianca, like, locks it in or pushes uh, Candace down a little bit more, you know, you're shooting more, more pain to the back to the back part of your your back or the small of your back that's what i mean to say yeah um like it takes two to tango you're you're absolutely right um luger's just it looked like oh that's a pro wrestling move you know um yeah this looks like a a painful like bane versus batman maneuver um right. so as far as taking two to tango like bel-air really makes it look good and intimidating and you know she's with candace who you know, like husband, like wife, uh, the two of them can sell like a mother. Um, <laughs> and, God, that was a weird way to put that. Like husband, like wife, like mother. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, Candace, she's already at that point where, uh, you know, the, the word we like using is, is Teflon. She, it didn't matter that she lost this. She's still Candace LeRae. You know, we, we still know that she's, you know, going to be towards the top of the card because she's that good. It's really cool to see her give, you know, give the rub to Bianca because Bianca needs more victories like this, you know, to prove herself because uh, she's so young and so new. Um, Wait, and, and the announce team did a good job too because uh, they they kept saying this is this would be her biggest win so far, which yeah, I it, like if you're if you're the casual observer, um, you, you at least know Candace from the big matches with Johnny Johnny Gargano. Um, if you're if you're like a hardcore wrestling fan, you might be asking, but 
you know, Candace hasn't done anything either, but this is, you know, that's a high-profile name, like you said. So if she can, you know, it, yeah. it's better for her to walk away victorious than, you know, than, like you said, than Candace, and Candace having to. It just, it just didn't need to happen. Well, it's, it's something that NXT does it so well. Um, you know, it's, I don't think it's an enviable job to be on Raw and SmackDown and be Corey Graves and um, Michael Cole and Byron. Because um, it seems like a lot of the times they, they don't really tell the story anymore. I feel like JR really did that a lot of the times. Uh, yeah. But listening to Morrow this week, um, you know, Candice LeRae, she's got a lot on her mind. Can she even be yep. focused in this match? And then, you know, as an audience member sitting there, I'm like, oh, yeah, that is a good point. You know, it's obviously just, you know, a um, soap opera storyline. But, you know, that's right. why somebody, you know, as talented as her can, can you know, get tripped up if you're facing a talent like Bianca. So it, it fits. So that means potentially they could still have a feud going forward. Um, you know, there's a reason for, there's reason, there's motivation. Um, there's, there's stakes, you know, um, mm, character stakes. development. Um, it didn't even take that much. It was just Morrow kind of repeating that storyline and then some impressive spots by Bianca that made me really enjoy, you know, 10 minutes of wrestling. Yeah. So, I, I really I appreciate agree. it. That was my, I mean, I know we love Undisputed Era. That was probably my favorite match uh, from this week. Um, no, I, I, it's, it was definitely the most memorable. I, I'll, uh, I, you know, I, I was going through the card and I... It's kind of upset with uh, I don't know that you've got Kona Reeves uh, debuting yeah. as NXT's finest. I, I don't think there's ever been an uglier man uh, to <laughs> to put on the character of being like the cocky pretty boy. Uh, yeah, man, it's uh, that does not work. It kind of looks like guys ugly. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, well, it looks like Rocky Maivia, um wearing like one of the Miz's you know like outfits that he turned down. That's what he reminds me of. That's 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 a perfect way to put it because it, it is kind of like a like a Miz reject. Um, and what's this? What's this new? Like all these characters, uh, EC3, Ricochet, um, Bobby Roode, and now Kona. It's like they all latch onto you know one percent. Um, uh, you know, uh, shit. I can't think of Ricochets now. But now he, like, Kona Reeves, like, 10, 12 times in the ring just kept saying, I'm the finest, I'm the finest, I'm the finest. And then his move was, like, his finisher is a Samoan drop that they, they said, oh, he modifies a Samoan drop. And it just looked like he botched it. It's not, yeah. it's not really a good finisher <laughs> if it just looks like an oops, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and for every, you know, for every guy that, that has that, um, what do we want to say, like, that character or that that um yeah that you know i i'm i'm better than all of you so you get all those guys together and they all have a similar idea and then a guy like kona reeves comes in uh doesn't sell himself that well like you said botches a move so now we immediately will say in our heads when he comes out let's say he goes toe-to-toe with ec3 at any any point uh which you know wouldn't make sense but he's already the lesser of those characters like now that he has nothing to differentiate himself, he's the bottom of the list immediately. So that that's the problem with having all these guys with the same kind of the same gimmick, gimmick yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, it's like they're doing the good, I'll... the good, the best, and then the bestest best, and then the bestest bestest bestest. It's like <laughs> <sighs> like you know, EC three is gonna be fine. 
Um, he, I don't, oh. I don't imagine he's going to be using that all the time. I think they, they, you can tell he kind of force feeds that at the end of his promos. You know, he's fine telling his own story. He's good. Um, yeah, and he's he's a charismatic guy. Like he'll he'll figure something yeah, out. Can, I, I don't think he's so, going to keep that. Oh. Yeah, he's so good. Like he's responding to to fans in the crowd. Like even on his first promo that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I mean that guy, uh, he just oozes it. He oozes charisma, and he can talk to anybody, and he can talk about anything. Um, yeah, it's. I, yeah, it might it might even be a waste to have him use that character because I. I yeah, I mean, he could he could accomplish a lot. Yeah, he's, um, he's very Miz-like in his delivery. Super self-aware, uh, really witty. Um, and I know Miz has, like, a catchphrase or two, but he never leans on him. Like, he'll say awesome, or he'll say, you know, when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. But um, th- th- those are... It's kind of like, you know, if... it. it when you're eating a meal, for him, it's not like that's the steak. It's just like, yeah, that's the napkin on the table. You know, I'm going to use the napkin at the end. But the meat of it, I'm still going to be, you know, creatively involved every single time. I'm not just going to lean on, um, you know, catchphrases. Like, when Miz goes into the Hall of Fame, he's not just going to be dropping all those. He's going to be cutting promos about how much better he is than everybody else. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, I could see EC3 doing that. But Kona Reeves... Not every human being is imbued with charisma. Um, so it's, you know, it's not necessarily his fault. It's just a weird way to package him. Um, yeah. You know, it's just the finest. Uh, you know, it sounds like he's going to be, you know, Lumiere and Beauty and the Beast. You know, be our guest. Here's our finest dishes. Put him to the test. I don't know what they're doing with that. Yeah. And then they, um, <laughs> they um, have him say the damn line 10, 12 times in the ring. His, his finisher looks like a botched Samoan drop. And then they force Morrow to keep saying, Oh, he's, he's kind of like The Rock! And then you kind of squint. You're like, oh, yeah, he does kind of look like The Rock. You know, and he bugs his eyes out a little bit. <laughs> but he doesn't look like The Rock we love. He looks like the Rocky Maivea Rock that everybody hated. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, he's got he's uh, got pretty good hair. It's not AJ Styles good, but he's got pretty good hair blown in the wind um i, I don't know yeah it's it's, it's just, early it's, it's, you know remember where new yeah. day started um everybody hated that remember where the rock started uh and we know where he's yeah. at so um yeah, hopefully we'll they give kona goes. a little bit of work but uh, please please stop making him just force feed that line over and over and over i don't I don't think people are going to be, you know, clamoring, you know, when they're at the wrestling water cooler going, man, he is the finest. He's so fine. <laughs> it's a weird gimmick. Well, let's, you know, let, let's jump into uh, the big show this Sunday because uh, we want to we want to ensure that this is this is still the preview for everybody so that if they aren't 100 percent sure what matches are going on and they want to know where the brothers of discussion stand, uh, we can we can give them that at least. Uh, so, again, this is uh, WWE. Back Lash Lee this Sunday, uh, and that's because Bobby Lashley's back, and he's in a, uh, a, a, a pretty shitty spot. <laughs> he's, yep, he's got. He's not even uh, featured in a singles match. 
Yeah, and and uh, and this this first pay per view of uh, both brands being involved uh, is pretty much just telling us uh, <clears throat> number one. I, I think it's going to tell us two things, Mike. Uh, Brock Lesnar is going to hold on to that title, and that's why they did this. <laughs> uh, and number two, that the WWE Championship is not as important as Roman Reigns right now, which is is hard to stomach because when you look at the card. I still think that Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe is going to end this damn card. <sighs> well, and AJ Styles and Shinsuke, who are probably not going to put on a five-star match. I recognize that. It's going to turn into, you know, like, this is going to be a long feud. And I can see Shinsuke winning with some, uh, um, I don't know, some, some more, yeah, nut shenanigans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so real quick, uh, the card is going to, we're going to have two... Two women's title matches. Um, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. And then you're also going to get Carmella battling Charlotte Flair. Um, yeah. You are going to get Seth Rollins versus The Miz. Um, as you mentioned a moment ago, Lashley in a... Not a great spot. Um, <clears throat> he's not getting any mic time. Um, maybe I, I don't know if that's just to protect him. Maybe he has a sore throat. I've had a sore throat for a month now. Um, <laughs> Bobby... Back Lashley plus Strowman uh, versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And then you have Jeff Hardy uh, defending his belt against Randy the Viper Orton. Um, we're finally going to get e- the payoff here of Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Yeah. That's, uh, I, when we talk about it, I, I don't know if we're going to get the end of this feud. Oh, no way. Um, oh, yeah. You get uh, <laughs> Roman versus Joe. And then... Uh, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Nakamura. All right. Um, yeah, on that card. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna name the pay per view after him. We could kind of start with that. Um, yeah. Lashley is easily the least interesting person in this match. Um, yeah. And again, and, it's and... it's part of the writing. Like he, I still have not heard a single peep out of the guy. Mm. Not a word. Um, so the idea is we're going to put a very strong, well, at least looking man, at least since he dropped big cast twice at the yeah, Great Royal Rumble, we're going to put a strong <laughs> looking man with easily the strongest man. So he's already yeah, looks, a second tier there. Yeah, it looks like Sami Zayn's going to be taking out the suplexes uh, tomorrow night. Sami Zayn <laughs> is getting, I don't know if it's going to be a three second tan, but uh, probably a 45 to 30 minute I was going to say 45 second to 30 minute uh, tan because he's eating a lot of finishers tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of yeah. a, a lot of pain for Sammy because um, this match is just about they're putting Strowman in there to make you pay attention and Lashley, they're going to give him the win over Sammy. Um, I'd be shocked yeah, if I, Kevin Owens took a pin. Uh, the only good thing coming out of this I think is that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are still a tag team. Um, yeah. I, I, when we talked about it in January, I, I thought it would have been way too quick for them to already feud and break up at WrestleMania, which it kind of looked like they didn't know which way they were going to go when you were watching SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, but now that they're just going to keep rolling, I, I think they're fantastic together. Um, you know, and, and and at least if the plan is to keep Lashley off the mat, uh, the mic, the mat, Jesus, that's funny that I just did that. <laughs> uh, keeping him off the mic, who better to pair him with than, you know, I, I, Braun Strowman isn't, you know, as, as quick-witted as everybody, but 
damn it all, he makes his character work on the mic. Like, he, he nails it. And then, of course, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, two of the best, uh, I, I think. Uh, especially when they're paired together. They're fantastic. Uh, so they they can at least sell this match uh, a little bit and keep Lashley quiet. So again, if that's the plan, bravo. However, the problem is that that's the plan. <laughs> yeah. Why is that the plan? I don't know. I already questioned why he's here. Why are we hiding him? Why why are we making sure that he still looks strong uh, when we don't need him? Um, um, this is the big plan that we need someone to feud with Brock Lesnar while Roman Reigns uh, licks his wounds. Because uh, I'm I'm pretty sure you don't you should not get in the WWE a fourth match to lose to Brock Lesnar, right? Right. Um... <laughs> and I, I know I'm already pivoting here. We're going to Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. No, but... I mean, you know, you got to kind of... There was uh, there's a time where in SmackDown it was a really good program because it felt like everybody kind of gave a hoot about the titles. Yeah. Um, so in that vein, you know, that's where I can... That's where I can um, like your thread that you're thinking about. If Lashley was brought aboard just to give, um, you know, Brock somebody new to suplex... Oh, okay. Uh, you know, hopefully that's a short match because that means that Bobby Lashley is going to be headlining a pay-per-view. Um, <laughs> and he can't pick yep. up anybody. He looks like he can. And it, 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 it's a Brock Lesnar match, so it, it could definitely be short. Um, yeah. And, and the funny thing is, too, is I, I can't imagine that he would be the one that is going to take down Brock, so you're, gonna, you're just going to get... You signed Bobby Lashley to get squashed by Brock Lesnar, I guess? Yeah, I mean, it's a paycheck for Bobby. Um, it's a high-profile spot yeah. for him. Um, yeah, no, you're right. I, I, I would definitely take... I Shoot, um, I'll, I'll take $10,000 right now to just get... <laughs> knee so I'm, I'm not going to die, Lesnar. right? No. <laughs> you promise. Yeah, I yeah, I promise. Do the, the elbow to my forehead Wait, until don't I'm do that one do like yeah <laughs> i don't want to be randy orton please god <laughs> can you just punch me in the face once i'll lay down <laughs> <Ow>! <laughs> no you gotta lay flat so he can pin you oh, <laughs> mommy <laughs> you think you're gonna be crying i'm gonna be unconscious what are you talking about <laughs> that's gonna be my wwe debut one punch uh that's it. One knife edge chop, all the breath is gonna go out of my lungs. <laughs> Man, goddamn right. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, we don't want to put too much time into this match. We know what it's designed for. It's to get Lashley yeah. over. Um, Sami Zayn's gonna sell like Candice LeRae would. Um, and well, yeah, you know, just hopefully like Candace, I, ho those guys are fine. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, we're not going to not believe in their characters if they lose this match. Yeah, it's backlash. The, the three of those yeah. guys are pawns just to help try and get Bobby over. But that's <sighs> it, not going to do enough. You know, we still got to learn something about the man. Put, Give him the stick. Let's see how see what he's got to say. Um I think the so next the next match that I'm I'm not super excited about is probably Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. because uh, yeah. Randy is just Man. Um that loaf of bread has been stale for about two years. Um they they're just you know, he kinda kinda gives you that little smirk, you know, there's gonna be an RKO out of somewhere. Um yeah. and poor Jeff Hardy, 
you know, he he was in that in that really bad spot with Jinder Mahal at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, so kind of kind of back to back, Jeff is stuck with Jinder, and now he's got Randy. Just two characters that that really need some 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 rework. Um, yeah, and then like to think to think what good it did. Um, you know, you look at the Bludgeon Brothers just to make that that pivot and change the character. And I'm not I'm not saying that you do change Randy Orton, but it's like maybe it's just keeping him off the card for a while. Uh, let him know, you know, like this just isn't helping our show to put you on. Like I I don't know who the who this is for. I and Jeff Hardy having the the U.S. title. Um, that feels like going backwards. That doesn't feel like uh, Seth Rollins holding the IC title. I, I don't know. That, to me, overall, I think the direction they're going, uh, I think they want to have high-profile names fighting for this title uh, as if it matters. But then, of course, they're not running these matches or the, uh, the, the promos don't really revolve around, I want that United States championship. It's like these guys are just doing these matches to go, oh, I'm better than you in this match. So they, they're not even really selling the title. They're just saying, I'm, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of weird. Like they, they could have had these matches. It's not a declaration. Yeah, title you're right. Involved. It's not but a dec- it's just- Exactly. It's not a declaration of, you know, I want that U S title. It's just, I could beat you. And then I'll just happen yeah. to take that while I'm beating you. Right, it's 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 confusing, it, and it doesn't it doesn't work for uh, for U.S. title match for me. And of course, you know these two guys. As much as Jeff Hardy's willing to take chances, and he's fun to watch in ladder matches and stuff. I mean, geez, so Pete. Uh, I mean, if I wanted to watch this match, Mahal match was, you know, I have the WWE shit. Network. I can I can watch this, you know, in the past. I don't I don't need to see Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton fight again. Uh, right. What's the point of doing these call-ups, and then most of these guys aren't even on the card? Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it, none of them are. Yeah, and and that could be you know a sign that you know they're. Fi- I know that, like there's the scheduling issues, um, and you you have to say at some point like they're coming up, so it would be weird to do the superstar shakeup, and then and then weeks later they're like, well, here's Andrade, woohoo! Ha-ha! Yeah. He's, he's here! There's Andrade! But, um... Sorry, I was listening to Justin Roiland yesterday on a podcast, and I'm like, Ha-ha! Oh, yeah. That's... It's my eyes, Andrade Cieno! Okay. <laughs> uh, so, that, that just get, gets confusing when you have all the call-ups, you know, on one show, and then they... Almost the schedule isn't ready to call... You know, he's not really ready to, to join the main roster, but he's coming! Uh, so they, they you know, I, I guess from that perspective, it's just... Maybe push back the superstar shakeup since I mean, yeah. I mean, even in, even in this card, we have Seth Rollins versus The Miz. So that's I, you know what? It's, you know, those are guys on two different brands. It could feas- it could feasibly be, um, you know, it's supposed to be the fallout from you know, like recent pay per views. That's that's supposed to be the backlash storyline. Um, all of these mm-hmm. are pretty new, and they all involve yeah. somebody pretty old. Uh, I I would say this is the backlash from the superstar shakeup. So you've got Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, the Jeff Hardy thing started from the superstar shakeup. Uh, Daniel Bryan, same thing with Big Cass. Um, 
I guess Carmella did cash in, uh, I guess it was the week before, but everything really kicked off when the Iconics showed up, and then the three of them could bully Charlotte Flair every week. Yeah, it's just, uh, and then the only one that kind of is from WrestleMania, well, I guess the two are AJ and then Nia Jax yeah. as champions. Uh, but everything else, even Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe, that was that was kicked off with the superstar shakeup. So that, that's what this feels like. This is this is everything finishing up from four weeks ago at the shakeup or three weeks ago, whatever. Yeah, um... it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a little weird that there's there's no booked uh, tag team title defenses. Um, maybe the card hasn't been updated. Maybe it's going to be a pre-show match. Uh, Ugh. I don't know. I got to say, like, you're right that there's definitely some good battles. It's just kind of discouraging. Like, we, we don't get to see any of these new young guys go at it. Um, yeah. I'm really pumped to see Seth Rollins versus The Miz. Um, but what that doesn't mean is that Finn Balor's twiddling his thumbs somewhere. Right. So, I mean, you know, it's it's a nice problem to have with so much talent, but again, that, that you know, we're looking at Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Who who's that for? Uh, Not for us. I mean, how is <laughs> you know, as far as a shake up, as far as, you know um you know, kind of mixing it up a little bit, where where's Finn? Why doesn't he get any gold? He this is something he easily should have been carrying. Um because even to see Finn Balor versus Randy Orton for the U.S. title, that's something I'm excited to see. Like, Jeff Hardy yeah. versus Randy Orton, that's my, you know, go go to the bathroom match. Yep. That's my refill the old, you know, um, adult beverage match. Grab um, a slice of pizza, look at Twitter. Yep. yep. That, I mean, because we've seen it uh, a million times, and this wasn't something like when they do try and renew a feud... Um, God, I, I'm struggling right now because I really don't want to see John Cena and Randy Orton ever again. Um, but when they do that, it, it should be exciting. And that's what they're kind of doing here. Is they're kind of selling this as like, hey, the good old days. Remember uh, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton when they used to go toe-to-toe? Yeah. Like, it's just... Uh, let's, even then, I wasn't really a huge fan of it. So Let's talk about... Um, let's try to get in the positives. Um, like, we get to see uh, Nia Jax and Alexa go at it again. Um, uh, real quick, uh, yeah. uh, we're picking Strowman and Lashley, right? Uh, and then I'm picking J- uh, uh, Jeff Hardy over Randy Orton. I, the only reason I hesitate to answer that, I don't think there's going to be a winner. I, somebody's going to interfere because otherwise Randy wins every single feud he's in. Uh Except for that Jinder Mahal one, but that that just felt like both people lost. Um, so I just if if Randy loses, he's gonna want another shot. So somebody's gonna interfere with that. So technically, I could see Jeff holding onto the belt, but some shenanigans I feel are gonna happen so that you could protect Randy Orton. Um, yeah, if we if we look at Seth Rollins and the Miz, um, yeah. You know, that's a match we've in the recent pasts, you know, we've we've seen it kind of ad nauseum, but Seth freaking Rollins, he gets such a pop and so does Miz. You know, it's just like watching two Titans, you know, right now go at it. Um, you know, two super strong characters. Um, you know, Miz has never wrestled better in his whole life. Seth Rollins is he's CrossFit Jesus, man. He he's you know, he's one of the best guys on the planet. No worries yeah. with that match. I'm gonna pick probably Seth. Um, 
Yeah, just because he hasn't the held Miz, the belt for very long. And the Miz switched shows. So I, yeah. This is, this is kind of going... Uh, this is piggybacking on our, some of our problems with the Greatest Royal Rumble. Is we knew we knew titles weren't going to be switching hands because um, of who they were lined up against. So this this is just... This, this to me, is another one that... Uh, the match is going to be great. I think it'll be an opportunity for the Miz to kind of stand out. But I don't, I don't think... <laughs> I don't know how you make that work, storyline-wise, of The Miz taking the title, and then Raw already doesn't have the Universal Championship on TV. Right. <laughs> I don't have the ice. Like, I, I'm thinking about it way too much um, with, with that statement right there. But uh, that's that's the one thing that kills it for me on this match is um, then, you know, now it's a house show. You know, now it's, now it's a match that if you saw it at the house show, you're like, well... I mean, <laughs> Seth's not going to lose the title at a house show. Right. So as much fun as it is to see these, these two awesome guys in the ring together, uh, nothing's changing hands. Um, Here's what I'll say. Like, I think you can just sit back and enjoy this one, and I don't think it'll be like some of the other garbage singles matches we saw at Greatest Royal Rumble. You know, this yeah. that was maybe the best match was the one with Seth and Miz, uh, Finn and Joe. Um and I, I expect as much tomorrow night. Um, so that's just going to be a good match. I think the outcome, we already know. Um, but, uh, you know, it's an excuse to see Seth and Miz go at it one more time before they officially, you know, go to their separate ways. Um, okay. And we got... Uh, and again... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, this is this is still, you know, we're leading up to Daniel Bryan and the Miz at some point, maybe SummerSlam, um, or even going as far as WrestleMania. So this this is also a good way to keep the Miz, uh, you know, like a, a top-tier guy, keep him in the spotlight. Yeah. And find find something for him to do. Yeah. Um, then you got uh, Nia versus Alexa. Um, Alexa is still doing that kind of goofy... Uh, storyline where she keeps doing these like public service announcements for bullying but then yeah she's like body shaming naya uh yeah it's kind of typical uh, wwe mixed messaging uh <laughs> yeah it's a little uh i mean <laughs> i don't know how that i don't know how that gimmick really worked uh, or turned out for ryback uh so let's try it on arguably <laughs> our best female worker you know <laughs> yeah it's just it, it's it's confusing because it's an actual legitimate thing that the WWE fights for and and you know throws their their hard-earned dough on the table to to prevent bullying and uh, you know this is just this it just feels weird to see it as you know this is an official segment on on Raw it's Alexa Bliss being a bully. Um, to you know, to Naya and then to bigger gals, as if it's you know, as if that that's a problem. It's just, uh, I don't know. Uh, this this is something where I, I'm kind of ready for Naya to just beat Alexa, um, and maybe maybe end the feud because I, I think Alexa needs to just maybe reset and we'll find something else to do. Because uh, the only other thing that would happen here, I guess, is we just keep going down the same road. Um, yeah. Keeping in mind that this has been going on since February. Yeah, it's it's kind of like um, when Roman Reigns, uh, you know, had the title when he did. Um, yeah. Because it's like you you can't book Nia as the underdog ever. She's like the most powerful woman on the roster. Uh, 
So how, I don't know how she's going to credibly lose to somebody who's 80 pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and she's got to be the face. So that was the other problem that Roman had. He had to, you know, be, you know, Roman, six foot five, two hundred seventy pounds, and then look like the odds were stacked against him. Um, I, I don't know. It's 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 not an enviable position because Nia deserves the belt, um, yeah. but it just it can't be something that's long lived because it it's it limits you storyline wise. It's not like AJ Styles where he's, you know. Um, when you do the eyeball test, he he does look like he should be physically overmatched, and instead he's got to use his you know like uh, ring IQ to win. Um, where Nia is the most physically imposing person in the division, how do you keep just letting her overmatch her opponents and then still be a face? Yeah, and and, and this is this is the time too to to give her a new feud because uh, she needs to be tested with something that. Um, as you put it a few weeks ago, is is something that that's that's overused in the women's division, or or had been, you know, this uh, sort of bullying tactic. Yeah. Uh, you know, going going back to our conversations like back in March. So, I we can't just keep falling back on this this feud, uh, this the dialogue. Something's gotta something's gotta change here. Uh, I think I think just giving someone else a shot at the title. Um, Ember Moon would be fun. Um, yeah, and I, I, I think, I think that's just a new way to go because uh, you, you're, you're at least going to give an opportunity for Ember to, to start selling herself, and um, I don't know. Shoot, maybe even Naya goes heel, and, uh, and we just go in that direction. Yeah, I think Ember Moon is a is a really good guess um, as to who's who's going to take her down. Um, yeah. and man. I, I don't think we're that far away because you know how you know we uh, had mentioned the the shape, you know the size of the person, you know kind of helps tell the story visually. Um, that's why we're not that far away from it being Rhonda, because she's going to be doing that kind of AJ Styles angle where you know that that makes it where the women are you know a little closer to each other as far as weight class. Um, so then she's just going to be winning with you know kind of in the Styles vein. Um, with with ring awareness and ring smarts and you know um, submission dexterity, you know, so it's not just going to be you know like a a size disparity yeah. thing like with Naya. So I think Ember Moon is probably the safer bet, um, but you know it's if you have to pick one lady to credibly take down Naya, um, I don't I don't think anyone would really argue right now with it being. Rousey, you know, she's yeah. obviously got work to do, you know, on the mic, you know, to, you know, get a little bit stronger in that area, but we got, it, it just, it looks like a happy, happy future. Good. Yeah. She looks, she looks good for what she's been asked to do. She almost, um, she almost made I, Natty interesting. So that's, that's pretty yeah. good. I, I, uh, uh, jumping on top of the, the size, uh, disparity, let's talk Daniel Bryan and Big Cass. Not my favorite thing for Daniel Bryan to do right out of, you know, returning from injury and having his match at WrestleMania, getting to fight at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, I don't trust Big Cass, uh, to be honest. I, I never really thought he looked that great. Oh. And, uh, the problem is, um, this is an opportunity for the WWE to sell Big Cass. And I know Daniel Bryan is our Teflon guy, but I, I just... 
I'm really, I'm actually really interested to see this match because, um, as far as being like the in-ring storyteller, no, he's up there with Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. I'm really excited to see Daniel Bryan, the wrestling artist, find a way to get Big Cass over as a heel. Chopping down the tree. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't know, I I don't know if Daniel's gonna win. Um... (laughs) I can see Cass using some underhanded techniques to get over. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter if Daniel wins. Because um, we're we're still just... You know, we're kind of letting him flounder around a little bit. Um, it seems like he's the only one who... Uh, on this card... Dun, 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 yep. He's the only like veteran trying to get over a younger guy. Um, that's it. The rest of them are all like old guy on old guy matches. Um, <laughs> so... That's what, that's what I'm excited to see. I, I don't expect Daniel to win. Um, it'll be it'll be fun to see him get some yes kicks in. Um, just because when Big Cass, you know, you, you have to take a knee to do that spot, he's still probably going to be taller than Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I had high hopes for him. I, I really liked Big Cass's last promo. Yeah. You know, you got to look at the recent work. Um, he does, yeah, he does he have just, a lot of boxes still... in his past, but that last one was pretty strong still gets that deer in the headlights look when he's you know, like he's when he's not talking he doesn't know how to look tough or just look normal he's he's done talking and it's like 